Hello and welcome to this audio review of uh, the second session of this course. Uh, we started off by having a look at investment appraisal and defining the terms investment and appraisal. So investment can mean the form of non-current assets, stock markets, when you lend money to people, virtual investments and commodities. All of these investments, the aim is to earn some sort of return. An appraisal means to know the worth of something, whether something is viable or not. There are two types of investors, individual and group. The group investors are combined in a company, and we're going to look at from the company's perspective how to appraise investments. The process of investment appraisal is such that you first aim or plan and then create budgets or forecasts, establish your resources, and then appraise via different techniques. When we think of techniques, there are four appraisal techniques in our syllabus called NPV, IRR, ARR, and payback and discounted payback. Three of these techniques have got time value of many aspects in them. For example, NPV, IRR, and the discounted payback. Whereas ARR and payback do not incorporate time value of money. Relevant cash flows are important because relevant cash flows set up our NPV. So the NPV analysis is entirely built on these relevant cash flows. These are incremental, that is, they are caused by the project, they are future, and they include opportunity cash flows. What is not relevant is depreciation, past cost, non-incremental cost, i.e. such costs which have not been caused by project and a portion overheads. We then looked at the format of NPV for a three-year project where we start off by sales, variable costs, and we get our operating profit or loss. Then we pay tax on this operating profit either in same year or in arrears. Same year means the same year when the operating profit is earned and arrear means with a delay of one year. Then we look at tax saved on depreciation. Now, although depreciation is irrelevant, but the tax saving on depreciation is a relevant cash flow. Then we look at our initial investment, which is also called CapEx. We look at scrap value and we look at working capital. And this will give us the free cash flow. There's a quick memory aid here to get the free cash flows, which is Otis W with O being operating profit, T being tax, the other T being tax saved and depreciation, I being investment, S being scrap value, and W being working capital. Free cash flows are the ones which are ready for discounting and on which no more adjustments have to be made. We discount these at an appropriate discount rate to find the present values, and then the sum of present values is called NPV. The decision is that if NPV is positive, shareholders' wealth will rise and we will accept the project. And if NPV is negative, the shareholders' wealth will fall and we will reject the project. Working capital is operational investment annually. There are three features by default on working capital. First one is that we always invest it at T0. Then subsequent investments are made in following years except the last year and then we release it in the last year. 
when we have sold the project, recovered our receivables and sold off the inventory. So always invest at T0, subsequent investments as per the question. And in the last year, we release it and show it as an inflow because we recover all that money. Now, it is possible that all three of these features are tested in the exam. It is also possible that only the first feature is tested, which is investment at T0. It is also possible that only features one and three are tested, which are invest at T0 and release at the end. And it is also possible that only the feature one and two are tested, which is invest at T0, make subsequent investments, but no release back at the end. We then looked at a question or an example to work on NPV, where we worked out the sales, variable costs, tax saved and depreciation, working capital, and then filled up the format. Once we fill up the format, we bring in our operating profit line on this format, deduct tax, look at tax saved and depreciation working <coughs> investment, Scrap value working capital will give us free cash flows, which are then discounted at 10% in this question to give the present values. And of course, the sum of those present values is the NPV. Final word on the tax saved and depreciation working. Uh, you start off by looking at the years involved. So, for example, in this question, it was in arrears, so the tax timing was year two, three, four, and five. The first thing you do is you take your investment, deduct the scrap value, and you get your total depreciation. You take 30% of that to get you 133500, which is total tax saved on total depreciation. Last year is always the balancing figure, so we need to work out the values in 2, 3, and 4. To work out the value in year 2, we take investment of 515, take the depreciation rate 25%, and get the tax rate 30% to get the tax saved on depreciation year two. Then the easier way is to get this value of 38,625 and simply take 75% of that to arrive at the value in year three. And then take this value of 28,969, take 75% of that to arrive at value in year four, which is 21,727. And then you take the total tax saved, which is 133,500, deduct year two, three, and four, to arrive at the balancing figure in year five. To think of working capital in this question, uh, the working capital in this question was tied to the percentage change in sales. So first we worked out percentage change in sales in years two, three, and four. Cumulative working capital was 45, so we increased it by 29, three, and 38% reduction in subsequent years, and then worked out the incremental or the differential bits in working capital. We also had a look at, at another question, uh, which was on similar grounds, and using the Otis W, we worked out free cash flows, and then discounted it to find the NPV. Thank you.